Welcome back to the five. It's five good minutes to challenge you to think and to love Jesus more. And today's topic is on scripture. So the first thing about scripture is this. The scriptures are authoritative. Now what that means is this. Disobedience to God's word is disobedience to God. Think of it this way. When my son says to me, I didn't disobey you, I disobeyed your word when you said clean your room. We know intrinsically that's not how that works because your words reflect your character. And so when God speaks, it carries the full weight of his authority. So the scriptures are authoritative. But then also get this, if not authoritative, it's self-authoritative, meaning it claims to be the highest standard. Now you might say that's circular reasoning. Well, hear this. Any claimed ultimate authority must appeal to itself because if it appeals to anything else, well then that thing is the ultimate authority. So the scriptures are authority, but also the scriptures are inerrant. What that means is this, that there are no errors, there's no mistakes in the Bible. Many people have problems with inerrancy. So let's say things like, how can inerrancy be true with all these contradictions in the Bible? Well, so many of those contradictions, or supposed contradictions, can be, can be summed up in just understanding the Bible in its proper context. Other people will say, if the Bible is inerrant, well then certainly people have messed up over time, but my response would be this, if God is all-powerful, couldn't he keep his book free from error throughout the generations? Of course he could. So we believe that the scriptures are inerrant. That's the authority of scripture. Let's think now about the necessity of scripture. Scripture is necessary for knowledge of the gospel. And so 2 Timothy says that the Bible makes us wise for salvation through faith in Jesus Christ. That general revelation is good, but not sufficient. So a sunset can't tell you about the perfect life of Jesus. The mountains, they can't tell you about his victorious resurrection. No, we need scripture for that. And so scripture is necessary for knowledge of the gospel, but then also it's necessary for a healthy spiritual life. Think this way. The Bible refers to itself as bread. Man must not live by bread alone, but by ever from the mouth of God. What that means then is to neglect scripture is to spiritually starve yourself. And so we need the scriptures for a healthy spiritual life. But then last thing I'll say this, we need scripture for certain knowledge of God's will. And when it comes to God's will, think of it in three ways. Think of it as God's will of decree, God's will of desire, and God's will of direction. His will of decree are things that he will do. Let there be light. He is decreeing it. His will of desire are things he prefers abstain from sin, do this, go on mission, be, make disciples of all nations. That's the will of desire. But then lastly is his will of direction. That's more of a subjective Acts 20. Paul says, I feel constrained by the Spirit. But either way, we need to know the scriptures to have any sort of understanding of God's will. Our uh, last thing we'll talk about is the sufficiency of scripture. Now, I'll give you three things it's sufficient for. Number one, it's sufficient for knowledge of God. We know God through the Bible. Now, we don't have exhaustive knowledge of God in the Bible. That's not possible. But we have all that we need about God in this book. Secondly, it's sufficient for knowledge of yourself, that there is not a right understanding of who you are apart from the Scriptures. So we see in the Bible that I'm created in the image of God. I am broken because of sin, and I am redeemed by the second member of the Trinity, God becoming flesh and saving me. This is who I am. And then finally, the scriptures are sufficient for knowledge of the world, that the Bible is going to explain how the world works. And so for us as Christians who live in the world, it behooves us to think through, how does the Bible depict the world? So we can end by saying this, the Bible is God's revelation to us. It reveals God's will for us, namely we repent and place our faith in Jesus Christ who came and lived and died for us. So that's my time. Do better next week, and I'll see you then.